Welcome, everybody, to the Building Ehrensburg podcast. I'm Thomas Ehrensburg. And I'm Catherine Ehrensburg. I believe this is episode 100. It is episode 100. And are we doing anything special? No, we're not. (laughs) You guys, if you ever want to know what the story of my life is, this is it. Let me tell you what happened. You don't even know this yet. So yesterday, we were doing, it was Saturday, and we were doing things around the house. You were working, doing football stuff. And I decided I was going to take a Cushman ride, mm-hmm. but I needed gas. And yep. so I had to go get some fuel. I was right. in the car to go get some fuel. And I was like, let me drop by the dollar store and I'm going to get some fun decorations. I'm going to get us some little hundred, like some gold hats for a hundred. I don't even know if hundred's gold. I think 50th anniversaries are gold anyway. Silver's 50, I thought. I was going to pick up anyway. some celebratory items. Mm-hmm. But I got to the dollar store and I see people getting out of their cars reading a sign on the door of the dollar store, and then getting back into their cars. I did not exit my car. That was enough to tell you. I could see far it's enough. closed. I could see far enough to see. Now, this is middle of the day on Saturday. Right. Like, probably 2 p.m., 1 or prime, 2 p.m. Prime, prime dollar shopping dollar time. store time. Yeah. So, I, could, I can see far enough, and I get close enough to where I can see the sign says, temporarily closed. Now, I don't know any further if that meant... We went to lunch and we're short-staffed, and I'm the only girl here, so we had to close the store while we go to lunch. I don't know if that meant temporarily closed for the next week while we're doing renovations. I don't know what that meant. Didn't specify. All I know is I needed that one thing to be like, well, that's enough of that. I will not be venturing any further into my wanting to celebrate our 100th show thing. So... I'm surprised just, you went that far, really. We're just not celebrators of things. No, but I wanted to just, you know, little little celebratory thing. Mm-hmm. I have a slight fear that that's what's going to happen with your birthday. Because I will stress myself out about it for the next three months, and mm-hmm. then nothing will happen. We've been talking about 100th show for how, every time, like for the last 10 right. episodes. Yeah. Like, 100's coming, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Let's make it big. And then nothing. Just a regular episode. Here we are. <laughs> it's another one. I did, after that, have to go to Walmart to pick up a few, little neighborhood Walmart, to pick up a few things for dinner, and I looked by the party section. Mm-hmm. Nothing. 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 Well, I mean, the other things we so, talked about were like, maybe we should have a special guest, or we should have something special that we talk about. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get there. No. No. <laughs> That's just... So, at least it's both of us. It's not just me. Right. That's, one, you know, what do they say? The spirit is willing, but the... Flesh is weak. Flesh is weak. So here we are. We're in the weak flesh. I don't know that the spirit was willing on this side of the microphone. You kept talking. You were the, probably the one who's like, oh, 100's coming. 100's coming. Only because it's like, it's 100. So that's 100. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that, you know, going back to something that I've mentioned before, I, you know, we were using some cheaper microphones, like regular yeah. old microphones. Yeah. And I told myself that at a year we would upgrade. It was a milestone for you to say, I'm dedicated enough to this. Yeah, not, to so that wasn't an episode number thing. It was a time a time thing. Which kind of corresponded with each other a little bit, but not really. So we've got our new microphones. I will say that exciting things that we have upcoming is that we are um, nailing some things down with sponsorships yeah so we have a little bit of income coming in from the podcast which is everybody's goal and dream on any kind of endeavor that you're spending time on like we are um but i would say like any other endeavor um we have not looked at this 
like new way you should look at any endeavor is that we have not looked at this podcast as some sort of thing that we wanted to make money off of or really cared too deeply about. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to do it because we were doing it. Because it seemed like something fun, which, yeah, you know, to let y'all in on a little something. This week, we are being invited to um, help teach the class. I don't know, be talked no, to a, a class. Guest. We're a guest. We're a guest in the class. Yeah, college level um, media, I think, class. I don't exactly, I don't remember what he told us the title of the class was, but at South Alabama, they have a some sort of media. They talk about TV. Mm-hmm. They talk about podcasts. Various some kind types. of communications class. Yeah. And we've been invited to come talk to them about how and why we started this podcast and so you know the past day or so we've been trying to figure out why did we start the podcast (laughs) yeah we we need to know how to answer the questions they're going to ask us because there's there's such a gamut of questions that could be asked about everything from what we're talking about what how do we choose what we're talking about right. you know why is how do we choose to go to people you know you and i talking about something because before we started this i remember i wanted to start a podcast do you mm-hmm. remember that yeah. i wanted to start a podcast um but it wasn't necessarily going to be with you it was i just going to be kind of business related stuff or what Mm, I don't even remember it was like i wanted to do something you know so it was yeah. like what could it be and so you start thinking about who you could who you could jive with, who you really could have a relationship with on a microphone. I mean, there's a lot of thought behind it that yeah, goes before definitely. you just start talking on a microphone. Um, and so that's probably a lot of, of what we will talk about during that conversation, I would think, is, um, you know, what to do before you get started. And then there's, there is a large amount of don't think about it too hard. Yes. Well, so when we, when we decided... And I don't know how we came to. I think it I think probably you, it was your idea originally. It was, but I think you had to and say. And I was like, "Yeah, I, I want to do that. I would like to do that. I'd yeah. like, you know, I don't even know what we talk about, but so of course, the research person that we both are, we looked into it a ton. Like, how do you start a podcast? Like, where do you even start? Like, from ground zero to where do you host recording it? your first episode? Yeah, there's so much that has to get done. A lot of it's brainstorming. Some of it's you know infrastructure like microphones and mixers and computers and which luckily you already know how to do all that stuff you already had the knowledge because i know nothing of essentially you come into this thing with um your technological background you understand the electronics of mixing and editing and you have all those skills i have a little bit of editing skills but i don't do any of that i know nothing of mixers and sound and um, equipment equipment none of it Right. So we have a good relationship when it comes to that. A lot of people don't start off with that ability. And so sure. a lot of podcasts end up getting started with like memo, the memo, the voice memo on your cell phone kind of a thing, right. which is fine. Right. Um, but I will say I'm really proud of how good our sound has been from the very start. Oh, I agree. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. A lot. And I can tell you that there's some that are have gotten sponsorships and have been pretty long running that have terrible sound in yeah. comparison and podcast is a sound experience 100 percent. so um i've always known since the very start that our sound has been far superior to a lot of the podcasts i yeah. listen to and a lot of the ones that people listening to us probably listen to and so um that's something that most people work up to it's like you try it for a while with your because it's a lot of equipment well, even if you even if you um have the equipment understanding the equipment you know like yes. for example in this episode that you're all listening to there's intro music that gets added after we record. I remember that was one of the first things that we decided on. Was the, I was like, we got to have music. good music. 
Yeah. <laughs> and we wanted we paid for it too. We didn't yeah. get a free sample of some, but you know, a technical aspect is some people and you probably experience this on if you listen to other podcasts, the music is way louder or not loud enough. Mm-hmm. And then the, the person starts talking and there's a different you either have to turn it up or turn it down because the music and the speaker are not the same volume. Mm-hmm. Or if you have two speakers, one of them's a lot louder than the other. And again, that that's a technical thing. Sometimes it's they're not they're not close enough to the microphone or they're not projecting properly. It's like anything else. When you start to understand what goes into um, something that you're listening to or watching, whether that be a sport, you know, we talked about last week with people not really there. They can be uh, couch coaches. What do you call them? Like armchair experts basically on on any given subject Mm -hmm. but then once you get into it you realize how much work like oh my gosh i didn't realize that they were doing xyz and that's the same thing with podcasting or film or anything else you don't realize all the things the details that go into um what someone else is doing to get the product that you're watching or listening to right which is so true with podcasts i mean i listen to like i said i listen to so many that um i knew what i wanted ours to be when yeah, I wonder if those people don't have editors. You think, or like they probably are editing themselves. Most people, don't, yeah, most people aren't paying for what I would say. What most people are doing, if they're a two-person episode now during the pandemic, people were switching to Zoom stuff, which really jacked yeah, things up. Yeah, um, as far as sound was concerned. But um, what a lot of people are doing is it's two people sitting in a room talking to each other, just like we are basically. Yeah. But maybe they're on their. Um, microphones on their cell phones. They're doing a voice memo okay, kind of a thing, right? And then they're maybe entering it so into it's a program. A phone microphone. Yeah, it's a phone microphone. Gotcha. Or they'll they'll do they'll um, buy like on Amazon or wherever you can buy little road mics that you plug into your cell phone. But essentially, that's their recording device right. is the cell phone, yeah. which is an amazing opportunity. I mean, the technology of cell phones being what they are, mm-hmm. there are like ten different things all in one: cameras and microphones and all this different stuff. Um, it, it really allows people to do a lot of things that we couldn't do before. Um, but, of course, that can be improved upon. But, yeah, sure. most people start off, which is great. I mean, that's a way for people to get started. And then you have to learn. But there's such a steep learning curve on, okay, w- what do I do to improve? What can I use right. to improve? Right. You immediately knew that you wanted different microphones. But it's because you have that experience to know what yeah. they sound like when they're different. Right. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean the biggest thing really is like the crisp the crispness of the sound. Mm-hmm. The there are people I'm sure you listen to the um, other podcasts where they hit their s's really hard. And it hurts your ears. It's like a whistling sh- sound. Yes. Yeah. Or they pop their p's, which, which I've been guilty of for sure on here. But these microphones soften stop that. a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have the the cover on it that that catches a lot of it, but then just the way they're built. If you want to know, okay, why don't you tell, give a shout out to what type of microphones we're using? Uh, it's a the top sure. of my head. I think it's the M one hundred and seven. We were using we were using SM fifty eights, which are like if you ever watch a singer singing on the stage or a stand up comedian, those are probably like the metal mesh in yes, like the gr- the grid mesh mm-hmm. looking. Those are probably SM fifty eights. Like they're just a standard. They're a hundred bucks. You, yeah, they're like a regular old stage mic, mm-hmm. and that's what we were using. They're not super expensive, but they're not cheap. Did they? Did we have um, the, the mics? What kind of mic stand did we have to go with that at the time? I think we just had like a boom mic stand kind of thing. Okay, it was okay, and now we have um, 
would you say they are sure? Sure, is that how you say this? I think they're one oh M one oh sevens. I'd have to look up exactly. Um, another, they're not. They're not the most top of the line. I think these were like somewhere two hundred ish. So they're a lot more twice as expensive as what we were, were having. But if you if you had like a professional recording studio, you would probably use like an M seven or something. I think those are the the really really nice ones. Mm-hmm. We don't have the ones. They just look like a big, thick microphone with a um, foam at the end of them. They are not what... I see a lot of these things that have the... Like, you'll see them in when people are videoing their recording studio sessions where they have that flat, round, separate, like a filter that goes in front. We don't yeah, have those. Right. We do have these... Those are called pop screens. Oh, Thank you for that. I don't know what they're called. Um, now I do. But they ha- we also have these you bought at the same time as these microphones. You bought these um, arms that yeah. we use that clip. We clip them onto a piece of furniture, which is like a side table. But um, they're arms that extend out to our faces so yeah. that the microphone's kind of being held um, out there. The other thing that we do that I think that I probably we got the idea from the... the um, show that we both listen to so often which is joe rogan the good thing about joe rogan and his whole setup is he's visual and uh podcast and so i can actually see him in his whole setup he videos on spotify you can watch his video stream at the same time as you're listening and so um you can see what his whole setup is and you can see what his microphone looks like even though he's not talking about it and he does uh, pretty frequently talk about having headphones, which you and I have headphones. I know a lot of people don't wear headphones during their podcasts. Mm-hmm. and um, They make a big difference. They make a big difference. And Joe actually talks about it, and I agree with him. And we've actually, I think we may have talked about it before, but I know we've had comments from people before who say um, that they like that both of us, um, we don't talk over each other very often. Yes. And that is because of the headphones. Yeah. If you're in the room with someone and you're just speaking to them, um, you there's a natural part of conversation where you do kind of overlap and and speak in language. But when you have headphones on, all I can hear is you and me, and there's nothing else. And so it sounds really bad. And I can hear when I'm talking over you and when you're talking over me. And basically you just... It just makes a big difference because the listener, you guys don't want to hear. You can't hear when both of us are talking. You can't hear anybody. And so it's better for the listening experience for everybody if everyone's giving their turn to speak with a slight overlap that would happen in natural conversation. But when you have headphones on, that makes all the difference in the world. I feel like we're giving our... um, or we might be figuring out what we're going to talk to these kids about as we're doing it, yeah, <laughs> as we're talking I mean, right now. We kind of are. <laughs> so the microphones we have are the MV7s, but they're not. I'm trying to find the ones that, um, that like professional podcast studios use. I know you said that Joe uses one. These are they're very similar. It's it's the same model, but it's like the the one step up that like if you're a professional, like people in the profession. Use. Yeah. So these are MV7s. They're $250. Um, I don't think we paid that much for them. I think we paid close to it. I okay. mean, maybe that maybe prices have gone up. Everything and the other thing, too, up. is like I'm not looking. I'm just looking at names of things. So I'm sure I probably found them for cheaper uh, than what you can find them online. Anyway, we're getting bogged down. There, There's nicer versions of what we have. Yeah. Um, but even aside from the equipment, I remember I did a, a ton of research in what are we actually going to talk about because mm-hmm. 
one of the things that people run into with podcasts is they have this idea like, I want to start a podcast and we're going to talk about whatever. For, uh, we're going to talk about business because I'm a business owner. Mm-hmm. And they get 10 episodes in and they said everything they think they have to say about it. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, uh, now what am I going to do? You know? But that's true of anything. That's true of video content. People get so wrapped up in the creation of it that they they lose all their steam. They get real self-conscious about, I mean, especially with, well, any of this medium, but podcasting, you know, you hear the sound of your voice. You're like, I hate the sound of my voice. And all you're doing is editing and listening to the sound of your voice. Um, and so you stop doing it because you're just sick of even just listening to the sound of your voice, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of different reasons why people quit doing all of these things before they have success. And, you know, there's a, there's a point, I don't know. I think for a lot of people, they go into it going, okay, we're going to give this six months. Okay, we're going to give this a year right. and see if we make anywhere. Because ultimately, people's goal is to make money off of pod- sure. you know, the podcast. or Because you're giving effort and time to it, and you want to create some sort of revenue. Um, but we have not looked at it that way. We very much are doing it because we enjoy doing it. Yeah, I think that's really, that that is the difference, is that um, we didn't start this podcast to make money. We started it because we liked having good conversation with each other. Um, we have good conversations with other people, like really good, deep conversations that you kind of walk away from like, man, I wish more people could have heard that. Yeah. Like it was such a good thing that, that was going on. There's a lot of back and forth, you know, maybe even different perspectives or opposing views or whatever, but it was, it was a good conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I wish that more people could hear that. And then I think that's where this whole idea was born. There's a lot of things that we talk about. You know, I don't know how other married couples operate, but... Differently, apparently, from what we've heard. That's what we hear. (laughs) That's what we keep hearing. (laughs) But we like to, especially in the evenings, but on the weekends, when, like, we just can just find some time for just us to be us, just to sit and talk about stuff. Like, hey, this happened today, or I read this, or I saw this, or I heard about this, and then just, like, bam, it leads to this conversation about, well, what do you think about this? Well, Well, I've heard this, and... Well, let's look into that. And it's like kitchen. What is a dinner table conversation yeah. type stuff? Which we don't know how anybody else runs their dinner table, but at our dinner table and you growing up at your dinner table, um, it was just a family conversation about not even just what happened that week, but bigger conversations. That a lot of times the kids end up just listening because it's not yeah. always a kid conversation. A lot of it's over their head. Yeah, but um, it's just you know uh, different situations that are, arose during the week that. Um, maybe you have more information or, oh, I heard this and I heard that. And what do you think about this? It's just kind of like that tossing ideas back and forth. And so that's kind of where I was born. And in fact, when we first started, we sat around our dining room table. Um, If you go back to the very beginning, we used to film our... They're um, on YouTube. They're on YouTube. How long did we do that? Maybe the first 10? I was going to say 10 or 15 episodes. So I'd be curious... But then all of our equipment was out constantly in the living room right or dining room rather which drove me ab- that yeah. can't i cannot live but my it, life that it was way. too much to like well let me pack it all up and then put it back out and then pack it back up it's wires and computers and mixing boards and mm-hmm. microphones mic stands the goal in the future which we've just been talking about in the last week or so is to eventually have an actual studio i would love to have a podcasting studio where um we could invite guests in to have conversations yeah. Um, because you and I, um, we have these conversations, but you and I have pretty similar, we have some differing perspectives on things, but um, 
overall, our general philosophy of life is very similar. That's why we're still married after 16 years. That's why we're able to get along as well as we do. And um, But I do like to hear other people's perspectives that differ from ours Yeah. Um, just because I'm well, interested. I, like, I really like to hear people's perspectives on things that I know absolutely nothing about. Yes. Yes. And then just get to ask questions, mm-hmm. you know, because I know nothing and maybe this person's an expert or in the case of even our conversations, maybe you've heard or read about something or you just have a lot of experience in something, business, you know, design, whatever. And so you start talking about it and then I get to ask questions like, well, what about this? What about this? Why is it this way? How is it this way? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing, you know, I start talking about as long as we've been married, and as much as you've been around football, I will say something about oh man at our game this Friday this happened and because I've been doing it so long I just have like there's all of these nuances about coaching and playing football that you know nothing about well you know all the rules the actual Alabama High School Athletic Association rules sure which I know nothing of um, for example I didn't know that it wasn't a rule that both teams had to have equal um uh, facilities, I guess I should say, right. where, um, you know, when you go to a visiting team as your high school and you go to a visiting team that they don't have to provide you with a locker room. Yeah. I didn't know that, but that's true. Yeah. You would think that it's, it's, I thought that was it's a rule. kind of one of those. So for playoffs, it is a rule. And that's how, so this team that we played this past weekend, which you could probably Google our schedule and figure out who it is, but they did not. <laughs> They did not provide our team with a locker room. And they are a big school with lots of money. And nice facilities. And very nice facilities. So it was and they purposeful don't, yeah, that they like left it's it Yeah, it's almost, out. it seems like, even even if it's not on purpose, it seems like it's on purpose that you did not build a visiting locker room. So we are, thankfully, Friday night was a beautiful night for football. Mm-hmm. But it, if it had been cold or rainy or exceptionally rainy, I didn't hot. I even think about rainy. Any of those things. Like, we're out in the elements during... They Before you, the game, they put you underneath and the stadium. During halftime, that's just not. That's and underneath not right. the stadium is not like LSU Stadium where they built uh, yeah, dorms like underneath sort of the stadium. <laughs> no, no, this is like it's the, an aluminum stands where people could look down underneath and see all. Yes, right. Like they could bend down from their own seats and see. Correct. You. Now, were you underneath the home side? Underneath the home side. Okay, well that's yeah. good. So only your people would see your. No, no, no. We were the visiting bodies. team. <gasps> oh, you were under the we're oh. under their stands. Oh, yeah, that's worse. Yes, even worse than I thought it so, was. But yes, I mean, if if a kid had an injury, let's say he had a a groin injury, and the trainer needs to take him down there to examine take his things. Pants off. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not right. Anyway, yeah, I don't want to disparage the school, but yeah, it, so it seems like it was on purpose. But uh, according to our high school athletic association rules, during the playoffs, you have to provide. Like, it's a playoff rule. So what do they do during playoffs? I don't know. Do they not because host playoff they, they games? They do. They make deep runs in the playoffs every year, so they huh. do host playoff games, and I don't know how they get around that rule. That's interesting. Hmm. Anyway, so, yeah, those are those are all kind of things that I don't know Right, about. so, I mean, it's nice to have conversations like this, like you're like, wait, what? That's yeah. a rule, that's, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. And it just kind of, so I, I think hope, that's where all of it kind of started. So maybe going from here, we're 100 episodes in, we're going to keep this, this thing going, um, of course, we're going to continue to 
uh, monetize it if at all possible when those opportunities come our way, which they are starting to come our way, which mm-hmm. I'm excited about. Because ultimately, you know, we pay for new microphones. It'd be nice for someone else to pick up the tab for paying for those microphones right. or to we, we have to pay to host it. So we've been out of pocket for 100 episodes now sure. on not not our t- even our time necessarily, but also um, equipment. equipment and things and like that. And, yeah, yeah, and we would love to continue that. We would love to continue to improve um, and uh, eventually have some sort of actually like dedicated office, if you will. Yeah, not a closet. Not a closet, because we're upstairs <laughs> in our own house. This um, has been uh, a very messy thorn in my side as far as my home is concerned. I don't love having all this stuff, but because um, it doesn't ever get cleaned up. No, it doesn't have but a, at least it's tucked away in a corner of the house, maybe. Yeah, that no yeah. one ever comes in here. Right. So um, the goal is to hopefully uh, expand into a space that's our own that's away from our house that we can go to more like an office than for it to be part of our house. And then also to be able to expand the conversations to other people. Yeah. Cause I think we have enough of a foothold now and enough, again, going back to this, we're talking to this class, you know, you want to, it's, it ultimately has to be run like a business, I think. And you have to be mm-hmm. smart about what you're spending of your own money to get this thing up and going. And then how long do you give it? And then after that, what do you do with it? Right. And I think for us expanding it to where we get to have these conversations with other people, um, and not necessarily people that we agree with everything sure. about. I don't think that we've been as hugely opinionated on a lot of things here. Um, but I, I'm really interested in just bringing regular people on um, to talk to them about various different yeah, things that they're experts in that we're not that we know nothing about, and just like go ahead and talk about Cause I your know, expertise. And I just want to ask questions. Yeah, and hear what the answers are. Yeah. More long form. Um, Again, we get a lot of our influence from someone like Joe Rogan who just has conversations. I really love listening to, and I know his are three hours long, and some people are like, yes, I love a three-hour podcast. And some people are like, you have got to be kidding me. Who on earth could possibly listen to a three-hour podcast? You don't always listen to them. I never listen to a podcast all All three hours. So the the two main people that I listen to for podcasts is Joe Rogan, who's three hours typically, and Jocko Willink. Who's like four hours? No, he, he's he even longer. A, he did a six-hour one one oh time. Oh my goodness! But it's it's the same thing. Like he he was a Navy SEAL. He owns a, a leadership consulting firm, and so these people he brings on, like they have conversations, and he always brings it back to, you know, oh that's poor leadership, or that's really good leadership, or that's like things like the reason these things are successful or why they're happening. He kind of frames it in in that certain light. It, it really is really really interesting mm-hmm. to listen to and right now i'm in the middle of listening to one with uh another person that i follow not on podcast i don't think the guy has a podcast but he's written books and then he has uh he also has a company chris voss chris voss who was a <laughs> fbi hostage negotiator for yeah. decades and then when that, he retired see, from that, see, I think book. that's like the male version of um, listening to a hostage negotiator and the FBI guys. That's like the male version of true crime. I feel like because you probably hear some interesting things that he's been through and like situational and yeah. I mean the stories they tell, and it's the same thing with Jocko. The stories they tell, you're just like that is an amazing. It was probably terrible to go through, of course, or extremely stressful and that kind of thing to go through. But then like when you get through it, the lessons that are learned. Mm-hmm. You know, the stories to be told are just, they're incredible. Yeah. They're incredible to listen to. And to get all of the lessons that that they've learned, like, I don't have to experience that to learn that lesson. You've learned it for me. Mm-hmm. 
And now I can listen to a podcast, read your book, follow you on social media, whatever. I think that's so much of why Joe Rogan is so popular and why people like Jocko are so popular. I think that we have lost the full conversations that we used to have with people, journalism, or um, maybe just media in general. It's like these small snippets, and you're only getting one side of the story, and you're only getting... um, you know, an a abridged version, very of, abridged, or you're getting this like really pointed advertisement. You'll have a two minute news segment where someone comes in to interview and they're only talking about their new movie that's coming out or right. whatever their new project is. Yeah. It's like, just have this whole conversation about, cause you can get a real good sense. Is this person an absolute wackadoo mm-hmm. or do they have a really good perspective that I didn't think about before? And that has informed why they have done all the things that they've done and now that makes sense right you know i mean i think people have a real good bs detector that's bred in you Mm -hmm. and when you listen to someone have a conversation with someone else for a couple of hours you it's pretty easy for you to to go like he's fighting for his life because uh you know he's answering all these questions and the the questioner is pushing him hard and he can't stand for himself because he really doesn't have answers and he really isn't as knowledgeable as his two second segment on a show would have you give or to believe or oh my gosh like he really has a great perspective or she has a really great perspective on that i never thought of it that way before and i don't know that stuff just really interests me and i feel like we have all gotten into this headspace where we think we're supposed to know everything about everything and we forget that there are people out there that really know a deep amount about one subject. Yeah. But they never get to give that. But they never get that to give perspective. it. Yeah. They have to give a, a, you know, what do you used to call it? An elevator? An elevator speech. An elevator speech. Yeah, the 30 it. second version of what they do. Because it's, it's like the hook of a song. You have to hook somebody's attention yeah. in order for them to care about going to your event. or Because ultimately, let's be honest, everything's about money. At the end of the day, everything's about money. You know, um, we're we're on this podcast and expanding a podcast or uh, Jocko's got his podcast because he's bringing it back to discipline. Well, what's he trying to do? He's selling a book or he's selling a program or he's selling like he's selling something ultimately. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think you have to to um, it's an advertising method for him to have people understand who he is and what he believes because people want to buy from people. I think also at the same time, though, I think. Sure. There's probably some money behind it. I don't know that that is the root of it, though. I think genuinely people want better for other people. Yes, agreed. You know, like, I, I think Jocko is one of those people. Like he wishes people would just be more disciplined, mm-hmm. and it would be great if they did. I have a firm, and I have books, and I have podcasts you can listen to to help you with that. Well, but, I mean, look, I know how that stuff goes. I have an ebook that I'm selling right. on how to. Um, to purchase things on Facebook or, you know, Facebook marketplace, how to purchase on there because it's kind of can be complicated to find good stuff, but it's because I get Instagram messages and social media messages day in and day out. And I only have so much time to answer the same questions over and over again. And so you develop this one size fits all. Right. Go buy the book. Go buy the book. I mean, it, it starts to sound like an advertisement, but it's like, I can't, I want to help you, but I can't, I can't sit here. I mean, it's a book. It's a book's worth of stuff. It's like, if you follow me, I'm telling you all the information, but if you haven't been following, it's going to take you a year to gather all this information as I like piecemeal it out to you as I'm doing it. Or I've compiled it into a 15 page book. That's very easy to follow just by the $10 book. Right. That'll save everybody a lot of time. So when you say, you know, the statement you made, is like, it's all about the money. Like, it's not always, you know, like 
you do want to help these people with their Facebook of course, funds. But and you don't have the time right. to help them. So just go buy the book. Yeah. You're not selling the book because you thought of making this book so that you could make money. I mean, yes, you did. It's a benefit that's, of, that's part of yes. it. Yes. But the main purpose is like you want to help people and you just can't get to them all all at the same time. So I wrote this book. Go get the book. I mean, I got four kids and a business and a family. Right. And, and so it's the same thing. <laughs> like, I think I think people like Jocko are the same way. Like I want to help lots of people. But I sure, do, I do think that the podcast and my social media and all these different things, it is a way for people to go, okay, I trust this person. Right. It's I free. believe I believe in what they're telling me, right. and if they tell me to go buy this book and it's going to figure this thing out for me, I will go and do that right. because they have told me that that, and I believe them. And yep. that takes a long time to develop. It takes a long time to have an so audience. You're saying they should build a relationship and then go buy the book is usually how that happens. That's usually how it happens. Or hire the person or whatever it is, because I don't think that's the case. With I don't know how I stumbled upon Jocko. I really don't. I you think listened to him on Joe Rogan. No, I did not. In fact, mm. you told me that he was on Joe Rogan. Mm. I had already read his book. You had to have. You had to have. Um, well, you read his book though. You didn't buy his book, right? You just read his book. You probably listened to it audiobook or something. Um, I think I got it from the library. I mean, that's maybe. different, right? So, like for example, I don't know where I heard Gary Vaynerchuk for the very first time, but that right. was a long time ago—ten years ago, sure, probably or more. Um, and I listened to his audiobook. Um, and I was like, oh, this stuff makes a lot of sense. So yeah. then I started following him on YouTube and on Instagram and, you know, right. all these different places, which, by the way, following Gary Vee on all those places will give you content overload because he yeah. just pushes Non-stop. so much content. Yeah. Um, now, I have never purchased anything from him. A lot of people haven't. Right. I mean, what he sells to the everyday consumer are... Uh, they were books for a long time, and now he's gotten more into partnerships with, like, he had a case with... Um, line of like Gary V shoes that came out so a lot of people bought the shoes. I've never bought anything huh, from Gary V. Why would you buy shoes by Gary V that doesn't make because if people want to support Gary, this is what I'm saying. People who follow him, that that's the whole game. Yeah. Is that you follow someone for long enough that eventually you just want to support them in any way you can. Because the people yeah. who are hiring Gary V for what Gary V actually does, it's either a speaking engagement, mm-hmm. people pay a lot of money to hear him speak or pay for him to come to speak to their companies, right? right. And so um, that's how he gets paid. And he also gets paid through um, all of his, uh, like, actually, mar- like, he's hired to be a marketer for other, like, right. to form marketing techniques for other, sure. he's a he's a marketer. And so he's marketing himself to prove to big companies that he can market them, right? right. So he's selling for, like, Pepsi and uh, P- uh, Planters Peanuts and, like, big companies, right. right? But in the meantime, he's doing all these other small content stuff to consumers like me so that we'll go buy a pair of $100 tennis shoes because that's the level at which we can purchase from him. That's true. You have to have, when you go into a store, there's uh, there's something for everybody, right? You can buy right. a pack of gum or you can go buy a gold diamond ring or something like that. Like there's sure. there's different uh, price prices for different people and he's kind of hitting all the different markets. Yeah. But he also understands that by hitting the quote unquote little people, those little people work at the big people places. Right. Those people all watch his videos and they work at Planners Peanuts. They're not the CEO and the CFO sure. of Planners Peanuts. Sure. But everybody that's that's underneath that works there yeah. knows management. who he is and they're all going, Yeah, hire Gary V. Yeah, yeah. This is the guy you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he understands that the little people work. You do you don't just reach the big people. Sure. You reach the whole hierarchy from top to bottom and that's how you you play the game. Right. He's playing the game. Yeah. So that's I mean yeah. So ultimately that's why he has so many different types of products. He, yes. 
has the he's got his hands in ten thousand dollars speaking things. engagement that you can hire me for, or the ten thousand would be so cheap to hire you. What does he? How much does he charge? Oh, to I think speak like, at something. Yeah, I think like a quarter of a million probably. Just to speak. Mm-hmm. Wow. At least. It's interesting. And I, in fact, I think that that was a very huge part of what he was doing, and for a long time, and COVID came with speaking engagements. Yeah. Not consulting, because the way that. Uh, Jocko and his firm, and he also he has products too, like what you're talking about. I'm telling you, it has to be like this multi tier. He's selling protein powder, which is thirty bucks. Yeah, and that's a that's a type of consumer that can. It's like I want a piece of Jocko. That's a piece of Jocko I can have. Right. Meanwhile, he's selling hundred dollar leather wa- American made wallets in Origins. Right. That's another piece of Jocko. That's a different right price. But then level. you can also you can do like I I don't know what it is. I coaching think it's probably sessions. like fifty dollar coaching sessions. Per week or month or whatever. Fifty dollars? No way. Those have to yeah. be with one of his people. They're not with him. He has I a think team it is. Yeah, people. it's not. Yeah, it's not with him. It's with his company. Right. Through his company, you can get these weekly or and monthly. And then they'll pro- he'll probably. I think you mentioned it to me, but it's totally normal for them to start doing things like um, there's going to be like a Jocko certification. Like a dis- we're gonna the knees over toes guy does that. Does he? Yeah. Okay. So where you you buy the books or whatever, but then they start to get into certifications where it's like right. You can be a knees over toes, or you ATG can be a Jocko certified. certified yeah. yeah. Um, where. You pay, you know, four hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever it is, right. and I then think you they have classes. You got to pass the classes. You pass the class, you get the certification, and then you can go out and be the disciple for them, and you start yes. to spread the word. Right. Once you get into that sort of sort of stuff, when you have the kind of following, you can start doing um, a certification. That is a beautiful place to be. Yeah, beautiful place to be. Yep. So I mean, I mean, there's. I mean, I don't know when. Each There's, of those people got into podcasting versus book writing and all that. I'm other just kind of saying thing. the podcasts and the social media and the videos and the content are all gateways to sure. open into selling something. Right. They just are. Yeah. And they're all free. All those things are free. They have to be free. You're yeah. giving away your best tips and your best all the things for free. Then you compile them into a book and then you compile them into a certification and then you compile them into, you know what I'm saying? Online classes. Online classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're the, right. on, the online class world is just exploded yeah exploded well especially since i think covid had a lot to do with that too because schools were kind of forced it forced the hand of schools which schools needed to move to that mm-hmm. needed i mean we talk about how covid forced the hand of a lot of things mm-hmm. that is definitely one for schools as you had to have some sort of remote remote learning mm-hmm. infrastructure built it sure did crush a lot of people though it did as far as it did and, and there's a place for it too you know for algebra should not be online no and for little kids, too. Mm-hmm. Little kids don't need to be online. But for ad- adults that are trying to go back and get, like, I, you know, I'm, I've am i been a plumber my whole life, but I want to go learn how to, you know, I want to own my own business. I need to take some business classes. Right. I don't have time to go to school to do that. I can get on my computer at 8 o'clock at night mm-hmm. and take an online class. Yeah, and, online master's and my, degrees, basically. Yes. And so all of that, like, that needed to happen and there, again there's a place for all of that and COVID kind of forced the hand of all that but the fallout from that has been the like children. what you're saying no I'm saying the fallout in a, in a good way is that people like Echelon Front and the Knees Over Toes guy oh yeah they have they've created these online I always think of fallout being places. a bad thing but I guess it's not necessarily always a bad no, thing no I mean yeah there's good and bad fallout I guess <laughs> there's probably a better word fallout probably does mean the bad stuff <laughs> it sounds there's like probably it. a good Word the benefit of all of benefit, that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The positive side of things. Yeah, it has been that you can get certified through 
you know, take some online classes with Echelon Front. Yeah. Or get certified with Ben Patrick for Knees Over Toes. One day we're going to have a certification, guys. For what? We don't know. We don't know yet. We're just... <laughs> we're still a little podcast with with enough listeners to keep us going. Yeah. We get some little... But you never know. You never know what will happen. Maybe we'll interview with somebody big and suddenly we'll have... You can be a... De- learn how to design like Catherine. No. Learn how to thrift shop like Catherine. Yes. That's what I love. Get your cert- your Goodwill certification. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> get y'all <laughs> your PhD in thrift shopping from Catherine Aaronsburg. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No. That's for sure. Um, yeah, so that that's the business of podcasting. There's a, um, which I think we've talked about a long, long time ago. There was this uh, podcast I used to listen to. I don't listen to it as much anymore, but it's called The Popcast. Yeah. They actually um, are right here in Alabama. They're in Birmingham where they uh, record. But um, they'll do an annual, I think, business of the podcast episode where they mm-hmm. talk about uh, where like all their percentages of the pie come from right. monetarily because both of them I believe that's their full time job now is the podcast. It's the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's the only podcast they have or they have several podcasts? They have several. Okay. They have they have one called the Bi- the Bible binge they, or they something. They do them together or they, they yeah, have they one do. together and then they have one each separate or I several think they separate? They have two together and they may have some separate ones okay. too. But once you figure out the like monetizing of it, that stuff's pretty like you can apply that same, the same model. template yeah, to other things. Right. But um, anyway, I like that they do that, and I'm kind of trying to get at that here with this one today. Um, but this is more of a catch up of where we've come from and where we've gotten to in the last hundred episodes. Yeah, but you know, I do think so because you've showed me that episode before, and I don't know how long and how far they are into it. Years, but, right? So they're years in, and so you you take a person that's like. I want to start a podcast tomorrow. The guy that's 10 years in is not the guy I need to go talk to. I think what's happening right now is uh, it is the saturation of podcasts that sure. probably is getting people down. It is it is something that if you didn't start five years ago, you feel like you're behind. Right. You feel like you're never going to make it. You're, well, here's the thing. You are behind. Let's just yes. say You are behind, but yes. that doesn't mean that you can't make it. No, it doesn't mean you can't make it. And I think also everybody has stars in their eyes about becoming the next Joe Rogan or the next Jocko. It's right. like you don't have to have a million followers. And I've been saying this. It doesn't matter. You can replicate it over every template when it comes to any kind of media. You don't have to have a million Instagram followers. You don't have to have a million YouTube subscribers. Everybody has these dreams of being the biggest. It's like... You're talk. What you're talking about is more rare than being drafted to the NBA or the NFL or any right. other professional team. the The top of the top names that everyone knows are like a tenth of a tenth of a percent. Right. And so, the goal you can make those goals, I suppose. But why not just make the goals to be able to quit your day job to do what you love? Right. Or to, to make, make enough, enough money, money. Yeah. to do to buy a new car or you know what right. whatever the case may be you don't have to make it this this really unobtainable goal in order to be to have the label of success right so it's okay to quote unquote just make enough to pay your rent that's huge yeah that's huge and it doesn't take that much to be able to get to that point no, where it you're able to pay. It doesn't. And there's, and uh, we've said this a million times. All of the information you need to be successful and all that is free. It's on Google. Go online, Google it, Some watch a the, YouTube video. Now it is helpful to have um, 
people like you and I, or even people who've been in it longer that you can ask questions to, because sometimes you don't even know how to form a question to put in Google. Um, But just asking questions like into YouTube or something about how to start a podcast, what's necessary to start, like the vagueness of that will get you down a rabbit hole. template. Yeah, but it'll, it'll get you down a rabbit hole because once you watch a video on how to start a podcast, they'll start talking about equipment right. and like five different things that you yes. need to consider and then you go, oh my gosh, like right. now, now you're what? spending hours trying to research microphones. Yes. Yeah. In, instead of being able to ask someone like us, like, hey, what do you all use? Yeah. Uh, I, we've, we've looked at this one and this one and this one and this is the one we went with mm-hmm. and that's all you need. Yeah. You know, okay, I'm going to go Don't get one. too caught up in X, Y, Z, especially right. when you're first starting. You know, you don't want to spend a lot of money. And so having conversations, I, I think having the conversation on that we're going to talk to on Tuesday with the college students is going to be helpful to them just to be able to talk to somebody in real life and not go down the rabbit hole of YouTube trying yeah. to find stuff out. Even though the answers are all there, sometimes you got to know exactly what question to ask in order to get the answer. Yeah. So we're kind of our shortcut, I think, a little bit to that. And then I would say the last thing, um, just to kind of finish this off, is that you have to just do something. Yes. You can't sit there and research and research and research. Like, I want to say we came up with the idea. You are that guy. You are the research guy oh, that will research sure. until you never, and yes. I'm the jump in. Right. Just do it. And girl. so, you know, we... I did a lot of research. We were in football season, I think, last t- couple years ago when we came up with this idea. And we waited for it to finish, and then we recorded in, like, November, December. Mm-hmm. And we put it out. Right around Christmas time was the first. We dumped, like, five episodes all at once. Mm-hmm. But it's just getting to do it and then sticking to it. Like, mm-hmm. there will be... I can't tell you how many times we walk up here into this podcast room, and before I hit the record button, I'll say, what are we talking about today? And you'll say, I don't know, we'll figure it out. And then we hit record <laughs> and I say, welcome everybody. Yeah. You know, and that's it. Like, you just have to, you just got to do something. Yeah. And for, we've had some, some rough ones. Yes. And you're going in a hundred episodes, not all 100 are going to be yeah. your best stuff. And I think it's discipline. It's the practice of doing, of having a, you know, just doing this thing. And yeah. when you start doing it for long enough, I could come up here and we could talk about anything. Probably. Like, we start going in one direction, but it could have started in a different direction. We could have talked about something completely different. Yeah. It's like, there's another one next week. Well. And there'll be something else next week. We'll have to figure out something. You know, we've gone 100 weeks now uh, of not missing. Yeah. But this week's going to be a little tricky. We got a busy weekend coming up, so. Yeah, I got a wedding. I got a wedding to go to. We're flying. I'll have lots of things to talk about when we get back from Dallas. I just don't know if we'll have time. I might have much. Because you're getting back late on. Am I going to have larger hair when I come back? That'll be the main question. You're going to, you're going to Texas. Am I going to be teased to the to heavens? The bigger the hair, the closer to Jesus, everybody. So when I go yeah. to Dallas, it could happen to me. Could happen. I could go over there and get some cosmetic situations done. Become Could happen, but probably not going <laughs> to. <laughs> Thomas like, dear God, please no. <laughs> I, I really wouldn't care, but I just know. <gasps> I, I know you. You would not do it. I'm only going for like... <laughs> two days <laughs> what could happen what could happen but i'll happen. be back um next week t- for to tell you guys all about my adventure to dallas i haven't been on a plane since oh it's maybe april this year it hasn't been that long right january no it's january i went to market yep more i recently, went to market more recently than i've been yeah Anyway, and I'm taking my daughter, who's never been on an airplane before. Except, I mean, she was when she was a baby, but she doesn't remember. This will right. be her first memory on an airplane. 
exciting stuff happening in the Aaronsburg house. So anyway, you guys have a really great week. Thank you for being here for 100 episodes. If you've been here from the start, um, let us know if you have any questions specific to the podcast and making a podcast. We we love to help people with this stuff because um, sometimes it feels undoable. And we're here to tell you if we can do it, so can you. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.